And what is up, everyone? I am Joe DeHoyos. I am host of uh, Beyond the Woodline. Um, just real quick before I get started, uh, and uh, I would have to give you guys my little spiel here, right? For those of you who don't know, I am part of the JRG, which is the Jevening Research Group, headed up and founded by Mr. William Jevening. Uh, we've got teams all over the United States in Florida, Tennessee, um, Oklahoma, Louisiana, New York State, Maryland, Oregon, uh, California, of course, here in Texas. And I know I'm always missing somebody. Uh, you guys are interested in helping us look for this mysterious creature. Uh, give us a give us a shout. You can contact me at beyond.woodline at gmail.com. Um, We'll vet you. We'll vet whoever we set you up with. And you should always do your vetting yourself, too, because there are, unfortunately, some crazy people out there. Um, but for the most part, one of them. <laughs> he's one of them. Yeah, there you go. But he's the good kind of crazy. Um, yeah. So if you guys are, are interested in helping out, you don't even have to get into the field. You know, I tell you guys all the time during the summertime here in Texas. I mean, I might go for a hike or something. But other than that, I'm not doing any camping in the summertime here because it's just miserable uh, you know you so you don't have to get out into the field if you can't or if you don't want to you can definitely definitely uh, do your research from behind your laptop behind your computer on your cell phone right you can find witnesses for us you can find locations you can find history on certain locations right you can give us uh, any suggestions on techniques you want us to try um, any and all help is welcome different backgrounds you know are welcome also so again reach out to me beyond.woodline at gmail.com and i know you guys don't tune in to hear me ramble off so let me introduce my guest tonight mr jason kinsey how are you doing jason i'm very good how are you doing man i'm doing great man thanks a lot for doing the show man i you know you sent me a lot of stuff and i've been stalking your media your social media and stuff so you know you're, you're really impressive man you know um thanks yeah, so if you don't mind, tell us a little bit about yourself. And I'm really curious as to what got you like involved in photography also. Well, I started as a, well, I actually started as an event uh, and wedding photographer oh, okay. uh, way back in the day. And then one day someone came to me and said, can you take pictures of my dog? I took a step back and said, whoa, okay, <laughs> uh, you and your dog? He's like, nah, nah. I just just my dog so i i met up with him and i took these wonderful pictures of his dog and i loved the experience uh the pictures turned out amazing uh his friends saw the pictures and called me and said hey i would like to get some pictures of my my dog and and i started doing pet photography then one day uh probably maybe a year and a half later a guy called me up and said hey listen I have a, a Cayman, a four-foot Cayman, which is like a crocodile. Right. Yeah. I have a, a, a bathroom or a, a, um, I have a place down in my basement that I keep them. And I would like you to come take photos. So I was excited. So I told all my friends about it and they didn't believe me. So I'm like, well, why would someone have a, a crocodile or a Cayman? So I went and went and purchased my very first video camera and I said, fine, I'm going to film my photo shoot and I'll show my friends because uh, I hate being called a liar. And uh, I did the shoot. It was amazing. I was up close and personal. I didn't get 
any of my fingers broke up. One, two, three, four, five, six. They're all there. <laughs> and yeah, it was great. And then he told his friends that had exotic animals. And so I started doing snakes, uh, a skunk, all kinds of different little animals. And then all of a sudden people all over the world, and especially in North America, had bigger and exotic animals and was hiring me to take photos uh, of their animals, like their tigers or grizzly bears or kangaroos or bobcats, uh, monkeys, all kinds. So I- And these people that had them in their private like home or- Yeah, yeah. So my motto is if I'm going to take photos of your pet, it doesn't matter if it's a, a, a chipmunk or a, a, an elephant or a rhinoceros, uh, there can't be any cages. I have okay. to be able to hug the animal. Okay. So I would go out, I would fly out, I would do the photo shoot, I would film it. Uh, there was a few of the exotic animals I couldn't film because they didn't want the authorities to know that you yeah. know, we had these exotic animals. And I was there just to do a job. Right. And I started filming. I started filming all my behind the scenes of all these different animals and the fun that I was having. And I did a little web series called uh, My Animal Adventures, uh, which you can find on YouTube uh, just under A Photo Warrior. And there's 400 videos of all really crazy fun <laughs> stuff that I've done. And then <clears throat> when COVID hit, everything got shut down and I was driving myself nuts. I didn't know what to do. You know, I couldn't fly out. I couldn't do my animal adventures. And I thought, well, hey, I keep hearing this thing about these creatures, Sasquatch. And I live in Vancouver, which isn't too far away from Harrison Hot Springs, one of the biggest hotspots for, you know, Sasquatch uh, encounters. So I went and interviewed a bunch of people. They sent me to one, another person, to another eyewitness. They sent me way into an area, into the mountains. And at one point I got dropped off a helicopter and oh, wow. I found tons of these, like hundreds of these footprints in the middle of a lake, like crossing the lake. Right. And I took a drone and I was droning it. And you could see hundreds of these footprints. And even when you're standing on shore, you could you could see all these, these footprints. And, some people said that maybe they're moose, but if you ever see moose or even bear walk through the water, they just tear it up. They're not tiptoeing or wanting to leave their footprints for others to find. So I showed this to the First Nations people and they, they told me I found the migration path of the Sasquatch people that go from Alaska all the way down to California. So that was exciting. So I decided to make it into a full documentary and that started searching for sasquatch oh okay and from there i decided to do another searching for sasquatch number two and now i'm up to 10 10 searching for sasquatch <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that's pretty good so uh real quick don asked about uh if you have a youtube link you know that she will check it out do, uh, do you have a youtube yeah, I do. I do. If you, it's just a photo warrior. So a P H O T. God, I suck at spelling. But anyway, a photo a warrior. warrior. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you'll find it this or just put my name in. Just put Jason Kenzie 
animal adventures or yeah pet photographer or anything to do with animal stuff you'll find all the you know all the interesting you know at least i thought it was interesting and for all i know maybe the whole thing is just i'm just a nut job probably and, uh, i'm thinking i'm doing a good thing and really it just i look like a banana cake uh they someone asked well don asked have you been to michigan have you came to michigan yes so uh i flew out to michigan to do a, Mich a michigan bigfoot conference out there and it was so much fun uh it, it, they took me out into the forest and i did two i did two bigfoot documentaries it was supposed to be part one and part two. Mm -hmm. I wasn't allowed to do a part two, a part one and part two for the streaming platforms. So they made me do three and four. So it's searching for Sasquatch three and four. And it, some crazy stuff happened there. I, I, I had a tent. It was it was in the UP of Michigan. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. And so I was out. I, I was I, we found a giant X. Like a tree okay. structure that was massive it was huge it was i don't know 25 feet 30 feet high like each and then there was one that was balancing on top oh and okay. me being new i said to everyone well i'm gonna sleep underneath it and everyone was like you're crazy because uh allegedly these giant axes mean uh danger or don't go beyond this spot mm -hmm. so I had a hammock tent, so I laid down in my hammock, and I was with another Bigfoot researcher. Uh, his name's David Dominique, and we he slept about twenty-five feet away behind a tree. And in the middle of the night, I'm lying there, and there was a crack, and I, I woke up and I'm looking around. I'm like, "What the heck?" I could hear something walking. It was crunching as it was walking, and as it walked, I could feel the vibration off the tree like off because i was lying there trying not to pee myself really because i'm thinking <laughs> is it a bear oh my god what if it really is these is one of my very first experiences um with something that massive walking towards me in the middle of the night so your imagination goes goes nuts uh, for all i know it was a chipmunk but right. when your imagination right. goes nuts you think the little ch uh, chipmunk is you know uh, this giant 10-foot creature so right. I'm lying there and I, I feel it as it's walking and it, it stopped and then it grunted in my ear. It was like, woof, woof, like it was mad. And then I'm like, I started uncontrollably shaking, trying to stop myself. So I'm like, my hands are like this. I'm like thinking, okay, don't pee myself. Don't pee myself. <laughs> don't poop myself. And so it started walking away. And like I said, every time I walked, I could feel the vibration. It was a heavy chipmunk, let me tell you. Right. And then I yelled out. I said, David, is that you? David. And then I hear, Jason, I'm, I'm over here. But what is it? And I unzipped really fast. And I jumped out. And I walked over. And there's David all bundled up. By the <laughs> I'm like, was that you that was just walking around? He's like, no, Jay, I was sleeping until you yelled and woke me up. And we looked around for footprints, couldn't find nothing. It's like I said, three in the morning. And I still don't know. I didn't see what it was. I, I got the grunt mm -hmm. on video. Oh, and okay. then later on, we we actually, at, we 
I went with another researcher. We went deep into the forest. Uh, maybe it must have been a 20 minute walk. Uh, we were already an hour and a half in the forest by off road. So we we're already there. And uh, I was with like Todd Parsons. Uh, um, Chad Datemar was, was around there. And, and okay. I went with another researcher and we went deep into deeper we went to collect a recorder a voice recorder uh that the other researcher had put into the uh, the forest and we get there we get the recorder and as we walk, so as we're walking there i'm filming all the tree breaks all of them and robert Kreider, he was there too he was okay. kind of was teaching me about how you know allegedly these creatures will break a, a stick and and twist it Mm -hmm. break it and twist it and so i'm all excited i'm seeing all these tree breaks like these little these branches broken and as i'm filming everything must have filmed about 20 of them along this path and it got to the point the grass was so tall that you know nobody's been there there were one point there were trees that were all pushed over and there was the roots were not showing so they were kind of bent over the entire path to the point where we had to kind of crawl through it. And like there was hundreds, like thousands of these trees. But at one point there was an area that was maybe 20 feet wide with maybe, ah, I want to say maybe eight of these big trees. And they were big. They were like that around and they were kind of molded over to, I mean, obviously maybe the wind did it, but like I said, there was only a small, right. and we had to crawl through. We picked up the recorder as we walked back. As we're walking, we come across a tree break that wasn't there. It was hanging right over the trail, like to the point where we had no choice but to stop. And as we're walking, I'm like, hmm, Blake, I don't remember that. Do you? And he's like, no, we walk over, walk over to it, we touch it, and it's still wet. You can see the sap. And then all of a sudden there was a crack behind us. And we we jumped and we turned around and Blake grabbed his gun because it could have been a bear. We saw uh, wolf tracks, um, uh, I think cougar tracks we had seen. And right away, it, we he knew it wasn't. Um, so we put the gun back down and we looked, we were just watching at the end and suddenly we saw some eye shine looking at us. And I have my video camera and I'm filming and I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get this on film, but my camera is going in and out of focus. And whatever it was, the creature creatures, it was two of them, were standing just outside of the infrared light. And as we're standing there, we could hear other things walking in the forest behind us, like, like actually beside us on either side. Blake is like, Jay, do you hear that? I said, yeah. And, and there was a, a tall, whatever it was, a tall, um, I can't tell you exactly how tall it was. I was thinking of running over with my measuring tape and just <laughs> hold on still. Okay. Okay. Nine. Okay. 10 feet. Tall. Okay. Stay there. I'm going to run back, but I didn't. Right. Yeah. But we're watching this thing and it's only they, it, either they blinked and turned and walked off the trail. Cause we, right. we walked really fast to that spot and we can see all the trees were close together, except for right where they were. The trees were open, uh, big enough for anything to walk right through. 
Then all of, and then we started walking. Then all of a sudden we turned around and we're looking. And I did this maneuver where I pretended to take a step forward and I turned around really fast. And there was a, remember it's nighttime. It's like three o'clock in the morning. And, and all I saw was a shadow and it dropped to the ground. And I'm, I'm, I was talking on camera when it happened. So my eyesight, my eyes were going in and out of the right. tiny to adjust. And it went, it, it was like a giant spider as it went across right. and it didn't make any sound as it went across and it went vroom. And the eyes, I remember the eyes, the eyes were white and it was about this big and it went right across like it was on a gimbal, like on a steady cam. Right. Just looking at me as I'm staring and I'm trying to figure out if it's a cougar because I know cougars will jump down and possibly a second one that was there, but it took a step back. So I freak out. I fall, almost fall back, and I'm freaking out, and I'm trying to stay calm because I'm thinking, okay, if these are really these Sasquatch creatures, they could just kill us in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. There's no point running away. I, I always hear stories of people going, oh, my God, I was... There was panic in there. Something was screaming at me. I ran to my truck. I got to my truck. I am lucky to be alive. I'm like, no, you're not. There is no luck. Obviously, if these creatures want to kill you, they're going to walk over to you and twist your head off. Right. And, 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 and swallow you whole, for all I know, or carry you off. Like, there's no luck. If they're going to kill you, they're going to do it. So I'm filming, talking about it, and we walk back to camp. So two months later, I'm looking through all my footage and sure enough, the eye shine was behind me looking. All, all I would have to do is just turn and look. Yeah. And it would, it would, it was so close and it was so close to Blake too, whatever they were. I'm still not saying they're, right. they're these Bigfoot creatures because I didn't physically get to see it. Like I, it was, I wasn't, it was too dark. And the the thing that looked like a giant spider, it was maybe about twenty feet away from me, if not maybe a little bit closer. Yeah. But yeah. So, what was the question? Oh, oh yes, I've been <laughs> Michigan. Yeah. Hold on, real quick. Hold on, real quick. I got somebody for you right here. What's up, Mister Chad? Did somebody send you the wrong link, buddy? Yeah, yeah so, man. This my is good. Chad. My good buddy Jason Kenzie, I told him I wanted to watch this really bad to send me the link, but obviously accidentally oh. sent me the link <laughs> to actually be on the show. And yeah. and I don't want to take any of Jason's thunder. You know what? It's um, okay. You know what? Chad has been <laughs> with me on quite a few of these Bigfoot adventures. You know, we, we've gone after the, the Ohio grass man. We've, you know, we've gone, you know, been to Michigan with him. Uh, yeah, we've done a lot of uh, of stuff together. So, you know, Chad is, uh, you know, a big part of you know searching for Sasquatch. Michigan, Ohio, Florida, Kentucky. We've done all that in the last two years. Oh, nice. Yeah. Mike has a question. He says, "How big was that giant spider? Could you get a an, an estimate on the size of it?" Uh, that's a hard one. It looked like. It was maybe about, I want to say, maybe six feet in diameter, like about that. Like it moved so fast. And I was so focused 
it just stared at me the whole time as it moved mm. and i just i'll never forget the eyes so that night i didn't sleep outside because i was scared okay i i i, I admit i was scared i didn't want to sit back outside because i didn't know what i just saw and I'm, I'm sleeping in the cab of a truck and in the middle of the night so I, not the middle we're already in the middle but after i slept something had come up to the truck and just bang it hit the truck so loud that it shook it now obviously maybe someone was playing a trick but it woke up the the owner of the truck that was sleeping in the actual bed of the truck and it, you know where it was all covered right. but yeah that was that but was you know people don't do that kind of stuff because it's kind of dangerous to go messing with people in, in the camp in the middle of the night you know that's yeah that's, 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 that's really i had a slingshot too so yeah taking an eye out yeah. <laughs> yeah right you don't want to lose an eye but really that's you know it, it doesn't sound like a human behavior because it's it's this dangerous to walk up on people in the middle of the night while they're camping sleeping you know you're asking for trouble so i'll tell a story that happened in michigan it was the same it was the next night and it was with david dominique right is that chad were you there were you standing i was, I was there on and on and off your encounters happened with uh blake robert and dave and david yep so david so i had walked over to the camp i walked over to the camp we had a campfire going everyone was sitting around and we're just chatting and David goes, I had a, I had a, um, a walkie on me and I hear, Jay, Jay, come here. There is something watching you guys. So I stand up and I'm like, okay, fine. You know, I, I walk over. And so it's hard to explain the, the fire was here. All the, the trucks were on the road here. And I was at the fire and I walked parallel i'll go this way i walked it's hard to it's, i walked this way over to where david was and he had infrared um uh, like a flur yeah. and he's looking and he's like jay there is something behind that tree and it's looking at you guys at the fire so i'm like oh, okay let me see so he hands me the flur and i look through it sure enough as I'm sitting here in front of you guys, there is something big behind this tree and you could see the back of it and you can, you couldn't really see the front because the tree was hiding. It was behind the tree and it was looking, I'd say it was this way, looking at the, everyone that was at the campfire and everybody that was with us was at the campfire. So I said, okay, I'm going to walk down towards the campfire. Then I'm going to dart into the forest with my video camera. Let's see. My, I wasn't expecting to, to get close to it. I was expecting to push it out, so it would, it would push out into the open, so David would see it. So I'm, I'm, but now I'm kind of by myself because David is twenty feet away, the guys were twenty feet away, and I'm going into the forest crunching, and I don't have a flashlight. I have my video camera because I didn't want to spook it. I know it sounds stupid like the creature didn't know right, right. And I, I start walking in the forest and all i'm doing is david what's going on david david talk to me so i could hear it walking away 
Guess what this thing did? Guess what this thing did that was behind the tree? That thing walked away, but it kept the tree in, in front of it between David and the creature. The creature walked away. Didn't I was hoping to push it out. Right, right, right. Push it out to the side. No, this creature, whatever it was, knew that it was being watched by something and walked, keeping the tree. Because David couldn't see it. David's like, it's walking away, but it's walking, keeping the tree to hide it. I could not believe it. And on camera, I could hear it walking. On camera, I couldn't see it, even though, but you know, it's, I was kind of nervous too, right? Because I'm trying to get close and no <laughs> one's talking to me. But anyway, I haven't really, I didn't put that on the dock because we didn't have, I didn't, we didn't get any footage. That's the thing. It just, it wasn't, I didn't have the right kind of footage to show it. Right. But I'm telling you, this thing, whatever it was, it, you know, it, it knew, it knew to keep the tree. I mean, I'm not saying it was a Bigfoot either. Right. It was big though. It was, it was white, white, yellow. It was so hot. Yeah. Yeah. You know, kind of getting back to the eyes. Uh, one night I was out at the Sam Houston forest, which is just North of Houston. And we were sitting around, well, we weren't sitting around. We had parked our, our vehicles like in a little circle in this little clearing. And we had gone out, done our stuff and we were coming back and we were saying our goodbyes and everybody's putting their gear up in their trucks. And I've got my back to the guys and I hear something hit the ground and I thought someone dropped like a flashlight. Yeah. You know, that's, it, you know, it wasn't an extremely loud thud or anything, but it was loud enough for me to hear it. And I thought someone dropped a flashlight or something, you know, something small. And they were like, Hey Joe, look, look. And I turned around and they were, they had their flashlight shining on the ground. There was a rock, maybe about the size of a line, you know, small lemon, you know? Yeah. And they said, it just landed right here in the middle of all of us. And so it's okay. We'll, just, we'll stay right here. We'll kind of take a look around and just talk amongst ourselves. And one of the guys I was with, his name was Jake. He goes, "Hey, look, there's eyes shining." When I looked up, there was these two red eyes, and it was walking back into the woods. But it also, you could see where it turned its head as it walked into the woods. Yeah, that's crazy. And, and it was upright. I mean, it was it was yeah. very tall. Whatever it was, it was yeah. very tall. Um, so I said, well, let's just stay here and we'll see if the, the eye shot comes back or whatever, right? So we're there, we're talking, maybe another 10, 15 minutes. We're getting ready to like, say our goodbyes again. And I happen to look up again towards that area. There's like a pond right there. And on the other side of the pond, I saw these two red eyes, but this time they were at ground level. They were at ground level this time, but it was the same red eyes. So I think it was on all fours or spider crawling, whatever you want to call it. That's what it made me think. Do you think they can change the color of their eyes? I don't know if they can change the color of their eyes. I think uh, maybe it has to do with maybe the the light that's around, you yeah. know, or or maybe they just have different color eye shine, you know, you know, I, you know. When uh, when Chad and I were in Ohio, you know, filming Searching for Sasquatch Eight, the Inter Ohio Grassman, we had a really cool experience out there. Do you want to talk about what you saw? When we were driving by, well, I was driving too fast. Uh, actually, he wasn't going too fast. He was going very slow because it was a washed-out road. 
the one I wanted to research the whole time because the bridge was washed out, the road was closed, but we could get through the barriers. Um, he was probably going 15 miles an hour, and I have a super bright flashlight, and I had it on the concentrated beam, and we're just going slow, and all of a sudden there was these two large, wide, yellow, green, green, they're not green, they're like goldish yellow color eyes, and I yelled to Jason, stop, and he stopped. I'm like, back up, and he backed up, and they were still there, but then he backed up a couple feet too far, and there was a tree in the way, and I said, let's go, and I jumped out. He got out. He chases me. He's always got a camera in his hand. I wanted to get back to those big, bright eyes, I what I know that I saw, so we went chasing in there, and Jason, you take it from there. Yeah, but we must have went in about 25 feet 30 feet and we start finding these these tree structures these there's smaller ones but they were like definitely like not weather made it's not by mother nature and some of them were twisted some of them were just put together and at one point i turned to chad and i said okay we're going to turn off all the lights and we're just going to sit and we turned off all the lights. I even closed my video camera. I didn't turn it off. I just closed the light so I could look through the hole. And as I'm doing that, I, I looked and I, I thought I saw a shadow, like something dark moved. And I'm looking going, hey, I, I think I saw eyeshot. I'm like, is that a tree? Because there was this big, big, like dark. I mean, I couldn't tell if it was a tree. And I'm like, I think I see something like it must have been 30 feet away and I couldn't quite make it out. A month later, while I was editing and I'm looking through the footage as I move the camera, I actually catch the eye shine looking at us from the exact same spot, like on camera. And I was like, wow, this is this is crazy because you know, to, to, because when I'm there in real time, I'm always thinking that it's just my, my, uh, yeah, my uh, imagination. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm all hyped up. I'm looking to find, like, I want to find these creatures. Mm -hmm. uh, if they're real or not, I want to find evidence. And, you know, you just think that maybe, you know, you hear that saying, when you're looking for something, you know, you see it everywhere. Right. Yeah. This this camera that at night when we're out there, if you, you look right at it, you can see the red light, but it doesn't like light the way for you. Right. But when you look at the, the video, when it like the whole woods is like illuminated, but we don't see the whole woods illuminated and yeah. things like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah I, I totally understand that. And I've got a camera that's pretty good like that too. And then you add a light. You had an additional uh, infrared light onto it. It's, uh, you know, you can make it go further. I wish, I wish I had that light when I saw the spider crawl or whatever that thing was. Right. Especially for the, the two that was looking at us way over in the distance mm -hmm. because they stood just outside of the beam of light. Mm -hmm. Robert Kreider gave me this really cool little flash, this little light that was infrared that boosts it from 25 feet to like 100 feet. Yeah. 
And uh, yeah, which I, I, I have that now. Mm-hmm. So, and Joe, did you hear the Minnesota Roars? No. You, you haven't heard the Minnesota Roars? Have you not seen the documentary? No. Such as Sasquatch 10? No, 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 no. Oh, you're talking about your documentary. No, I, I, I yeah. haven't. Yeah. yeah. Can we hear them? Yeah, I can, actually, I can play it probably. Okay, yeah. Let me, uh... So these were, I was with the She Squatchers. Okay. And the She Squatchers, Jem got this audio. It was an old, uh, it was a First Nations, like this old man that had it out on his deck. Because I went to Minnesota with them to actually film a documentary on trying to find evidence of what made these sounds. So this is the sound, if I can find it, here it is. So I'll play the first one. Hopefully you guys can hear it. Hmm. Is that T-Rex? <laughs> So this old man did not want to go on camera. And I have a second one that actually shows, it, 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 it shows like four or five of them all freaking out. This is a, a little bit longer one, but this one has a whole bunch. And they all start going at it. called the Minnesota Roars hmm. and uh, crazy. we were in the in the vicinity looking and we you know we caught some other some other howls and mm-hmm. and uh, we found a really weird tree structure that looked like a spider web hmm. probably about 10 feet high and it looked like a giant spider web the way it was all crisscross and mm-hmm. do you know where where he had his recorder set up when he did it? I mean, it I, I guess it was... Back, so it was in his backyard, and okay. it scared him so bad, he never went back into the forest. He oh, barely I wouldn't go back his, either. He barely left his, his house after that. Yeah. He didn't want to go on film. He didn't want to be... He didn't want... He really didn't want people to know about it. Mm-hmm. Right? He, he, you know, he didn't want to... And he recently passed away, which is a shame. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was quite old, but... I was so happy to be able to go and investigate the areas that that was caught on. Lots of tree structures was found in that area, like tons. Yeah, you know, when you were talking about the tree breaks, um, there's an area here in the Sam Houston that that we go to that that my friend of mine, uh, who's now become a really good friend, Walter, 
where he had his encounter. And uh, we went down this, it's a long dirt road to get to that area. And there was a, a, a big branch that was broken. It was hung over the side of the road. But it wasn't just broke. It was twisted and snapped, you know? Oh, yeah. And you're talking about a big branch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what has the strength to not just break it, but twist, but twist it. it? Yes, you know, that's it's it, that's crazy. And that was the only tree, because the first thing people were saying was that it had to be like storm damage or wind damage. That yeah. was the only tree that was damaged. And to me, it was so big. If it was wind, all the smaller saplings and trees would have been destroyed, yeah. you know. Um, and then, of course, people say, well, maybe an 18-wheeler hit it. Well, if eighteen wheeler went down this road, they weren't going to come out because it was—it's a narrow road. It's—it's—it's mm -hmm. it's, it's one of those roads you go down and you have brush scraping the side of your vehicle, right? Um, and not yeah, only that, those, but those vehicles—they've learned how to twist. Branches. Yeah, like, it was—it was crazy. I've got a picture of it. I, I need to send you that. But uh, yeah, it was—it was one of the strangest things I've ever seen. And we've seen a bunch of, you know, tree breaks. You know. Um, trees that are maybe you know four or five inches round that are broke off like yeah you know seven eight foot mark you know i do love finding the tree structures that are so big that you know that not even you know four or five men or four or five people could put put up the could right. put this up i mean they would need pulleys and right. the trees are big yeah you know I, I live in an area where you know i've i've hiked in areas where trees were like 25 feet in diameter right like massive and yeah. 150 feet tall <laughs> yeah you know some of the biggest trees i've ever seen out this way mm -hmm. so i'd like to see sasquatch twist one of those come on sasquatch do your thing i had uh i've got a relative he's got some land outside of austin texas and uh they've had big big fed activity there for years They've, this land's probably been in their family for at least 30 years and uh one of my other cousins brought him some stop sign poles because he wanted to make a deer feeder, you know. So we used stop sign poles for that. When they went out there two weeks later to check on the on on the feeder, all the legs were bent like in a U shape. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. You know, like, That's crazy. You know, like you know what what is out there that is that bending? You know. Yeah. Those stop sign poles, you know. Well, in in uh, the documentary "Searching for Sasquatch 9, I went to an area uh, and got to visit with Squatch Man, and he took us into this area where we had. What's his name? There's a, there's quite a few Squatch Men. Oh, Greg. Greg. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yotes. Yotes. And uh, yeah, we we took some donuts that were wrapped yeah. in plastic. The jelly donuts. Yeah, some donuts. We took it back there. We stuck it in there. We had some beef jerky. Uh, we left. We went back like. A few hours later, and it was opened up nice and neatly, mm -hmm. and it, it took three donuts, and it ate uh, a fourth one, but it left a piece of it underneath. Huh. And then there were fingerprints all up and down underneath. So it opened up the package, and then it lifted it up, and it oh. left it left all these sticky, yeah. uh, hmm. I think, yeah, there were glazed donuts and... Uh, yeah, all the sticky fingerprints, like full fingers, not even just fingerprints. It was just the full finger, thumb. Like it was massive. The thumb was here. The pinky was here. It looked, took lots of video, lots of photos. 
And then the next night we did the same thing. And when we came back like four hours later, raccoons had torn it apart and ate right, everything. Yeah. And, and that gives you the hint that it wasn't another animal. Yeah. Other animals look forward to all the hell, you know. If you get a um, chance, uh, watch Searching for Sasquatch 9. Okay. Um, you'll, and I was with the She Squatches at the, then too. And so, yeah, that, that's a, a great documentary. And it really shows, I mean, I'm still not saying it was made by Bigfoot because we didn't physically see what right. did it. I mean, for all we know, maybe some some guy, hiker came walking up. Yeah, but what are the odds, right? You know. I know, I yeah. know. But I have to yeah. really. Yeah. Damn, damn I've been in the woods for three hours. These donuts sure look good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly yeah. right. Oh, you not, know, and if it would have been a man, he would have taken the whole box. Didn't even touch the beef jerky. Huh. And I was even mad because it didn't even leave me one donut. Okay. Actually, it did. It left me a bunch of donuts, but I wasn't about to eat it. In all my gifting, I've never got them to take anything meat at all. Not even a sausage stick, nothing. Really? They'll take sweets, they'll take fruits. I've never, and I've I've got there's a clan I've gifted of. Never will they take meat. Really? Huh. They'll take beer. From what I understand, they'll take beer. Really? <laughs> that's what I've heard. I heard people say they'll, they'll Wait, take Can you imagine beer. if you got one drunk? I mean, maybe that's the only way we'll be able to uh capture them. Get a lot of beer, beer, probably. That's the next thing, Jason Kenzie, searching for drunk Sasquatch. Yeah, uh, you know, let's just get them drunk off, uh, you know, whiskey or something. Yeah, uh, eight hundred pounds and take a few. Yeah, yeah, maybe you can get them uh, arrested for PI, public intoxication. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Urinating in public. My luck, I'll be sleeping in a tent. It'll just come and pee on it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't even say that because it does happen, Jason. Yeah, it, it does happen. I've heard of it. I've heard of people, you know, having their cameras, their trail cams pissed yeah. all over, you know. Well, I have an I have an idea that hasn't been tried yet. That if I can design this thing and, and, and make it happen, I have a very good chance that if these creatures actually walk up uh, to the tent, that I will if I can't get them on video, I will actually 100% get a good view of them. I just have to, I have to design and, and do this thing. I have to put this thing together. And, and uh, I've been thinking about it for a while and I'm so close to making it. But if I can make it and these creatures do come out and they walk right up, I will, I'll be able to get either video of it running away or I'll be able to visualize it, and then I will personally be able to tell everyone they're one hundred percent real instead of fifty-fifty. What is sarsaparilla? Sarsaparilla. What is that? Are you messing with me, Lupe? That's my good friend, Lupe. Well, isn't it's alcohol, right? Is it? Some kind of, it's strong alcohol. It almost sounds like a mushroom. Yeah. Well, Lupe would know. Lupe loves his alcohol. I know that. But uh. <laughs> So, like, as far as um, like, like when you do your investigations or research, uh, is there anything in particular you do, like, to maybe pique their curiosity? That that piques theirs or mine? Theirs. Well, I do go into um, the forest um, like a bull in a china store. Right. Like, I'm not quiet. Right. 
Um, I do make noise because I believe that these creatures know when you're in there. And I believe if they don't, and they're like five miles away, mm-hmm. that when right. you do make like a howl or something, it piques their interest and they, they, they will come and find you, or at least uh, the chance of you walking up on a Sasquatch is very slim, right? right. I mean, I imagine anytime someone is driving and they come up on one, it's, they might be coming around a bend or something and, and they just accidentally catch it off guard. Yeah. Um, I do think that the creatures that do come close, I think either they're uh, Sasquatches that got kicked out of their tribe mm-hmm. or they're young mm-hmm. creatures, young Sasquatches um, that, that come. And you're curious? Uh, yeah, because think of it. When we were teenagers, we all snuck out of our houses, right? At night. <laughs> yeah. We did what our parents. weren't supposed to do, right? Yeah. Right? So they they probably come and, they, you know, the ones that people see that, that are peeking through windows, I, I think they're younger. Or, mm-hmm. like I said, they could be, you know, ones that got kicked out and they're on their own. Yeah. You know, yeah. but I haven't really met an aggressive one. I imagine when they start throwing rocks at you, I'm pretty sure that they're pretty choked and they want you to go. Yeah. You know, what I what I do find funny is these Sasquatches, they make noise or they throw rocks or they growl. I, I don't know why. Because yeah. if they didn't do it, we would, know how, we would have no idea that they're there. Yeah. None. Right? right? If they didn't make any noise, we would just walk right past them. 99% of the people in the woods don't even think about Bigfoot, though, Jason. Yeah. So if they're out there in the woods and they hear something go, Rrr, they're thinking, oh, must be a deer grunt. And, I know, uh, but yeah. when, okay, so many times we'd be sitting around like a campfire, then all of a sudden something will howl or the Texas screams where they started screaming all around us and howling. Mm-hmm. We would n- have no idea that they were there. If they are you going to tell us? Jason, are you going to tell them what you did in Michigan that one time with me? What, with the frogs? No, the with frogs? no, with the structure, <laughs> that big structure we found. What? And you said, okay, if a Bigfoot did this, yeah. and you remember you went and destroyed that whole big structure? Oh, that wasn't Florida. That, uh, that was Florida, not Michigan. Well, okay. You destroyed a structure in Florida too? Oh, in Florida, too. I remember I was with you and I decided yeah. to destroy this. So, so we came across a structure and I said, okay, well, if it was made by Bigfoot, here we go. And I picked up one and I threw it. Mm-hmm. Oh, are you talking about the one that was on the ground? Wait, I'm talking it. about the one that we went to go back to see if they do something to rebuild it. But oh, we went back yeah. and they hadn't done nothing to it yet. Yeah. So nothing's happened. Uh, I imagine they would be kind of choked. Oh, wow. that's right. When you left out the peanut butter. Yeah. Yeah, we put a bunch of peanut butter in, in the forest. And then the GPS that we were using to get out, we didn't have it. We didn't, we didn't have the GPS. So we're like, oh, okay. Lost in Michigan, in Bigfoot country. So we all had to like walk out of the forest and we walked and we walked and, oh, it's this way. Or maybe it's that way. And finally we got out. We finally found a way out. But, you know, it's, uh, 
it's interesting. I have four more Bigfoot documentaries to film coming this summer. Uh, there's a really cool one that uh, Chad and I are going to do. Uh, I don't want to say what it is at the moment until, you know, until we get closer. I thought there was three. Well, there's, well, no, I'm doing a fourth one, which the fourth one is Florida. Yeah. We're doing three. But we're doing three this year in yeah. 2024. Yeah, and some Bigfoot conferences also, and uh, hopefully I can sell. Hopefully I can sell. And this is my uh, Searching for Sasquatch comic book. Huh. Yeah, called Searching for Sasquatch, the Hidden Treasure of Bigfoot Valley. It's about an elite group of uh, Bigfoot researchers that goes into the forest looking for for Bigfoot. Uh, the the ugly guy there is me. Just let you know. Do you have a Mexican in there? Can we see the Mexican in there? Probably. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, he identifies as a, a Mexican. Okay, there you go. That's yeah. good. Yeah. So, where can we find your books at and your stuff? If well, you can find my books. I also have. Um, I have uh, Adventures of Little JJ. Okay. You can find that on Amazon. I'm, I've teamed up with young she squatchers. And we have to save uh, Bigfoot, and that you can you can find all my books on uh, Amazon, um, Barnes and Noble. You can find it there too. I even uh, I even got a little uh, I got a little action figure made. Also, oh, nice. the okay. action figure is uh, has a little one. camera that comes with it. Oh, nice. And, uh, Jason dropped the camera. Yeah, I dropped the camera, and then it has a little. <laughs> it comes with a bigfoot. Has a bigfoot that stands up behind him. Yeah, and as I dropped, it, <laughs> he don't drop the camera in real life. <laughs> I have, I have, you know, jumping from uh, a river and stuff. Yeah, I have to keep myself quite fit when I'm doing this. Yeah. Lupus says he needs some patches. You have patches available? Did, or I don't know why he's putting that. Patches? Yeah, you should give you some patches. Actually, people, people like patches. Actually, yeah. if I can step in, um, we're talking about merchandising and stuff, not not anything major, but to make yeah. a few things. And that's a great suggestion. If, they, if other people have a suggestion of type of merch, you know, it's bumper stickers, t-shirts, <coughs> yeah. patches. Anybody has got a good idea? Yeah. Before we get it all printed, right, Jason? And put yeah, it up there. Exactly. You can find my comic book too, also on yeah Amazon. Also, uh, we're thinking putting out the whole document documentary series too, like on one DVD, or at least three or four DVDs. Well, uh, whatever it takes to yeah, do, but right. like a set. You can buy the DVD online. Also, you can buy it on Amazon. Also, you can buy it on. Uh, you can also watch uh, my documentaries on a whole bunch of different platforms. Mm -hmm. Tubi is my favorite. Mm -hmm. uh, Plex.tv, you can watch it there. You can watch it on, on uh, Apple TV. Oh, you're on Apple? Okay. Okay. Yeah, you can watch it there. You can. There's a whole bunch. Roku, you can find it on Roku. Uh, anyone that's in England, you can find it on Plex. Plex.tv, it works there. Um, yeah, I'm just going to continue doing my uh, Sasquatch series. It's a lot of fun. 
I've met some really nice people. It's one of the biggest reasons why I do my documentaries is I, I get out. I like hiking and camping and I love a good mystery. So going after these, uh, the lore of Bigfoot, uh, I'm also going to be doing other cryptids, not just Bigfoot, mm -hmm. going after the flying dinosaur, the flying reptile in New Mexico, uh, Mothman. I'm going to do one on Mothman. I, you know, I'm going down to Florida to, you know, do the skunk, skunk ape. Right. So that's going to be fun. And uh, yeah, there's lots of really cool stuff I'm going to be doing. So everyone just has to follow me. You can find me on Instagram also. Uh, under searching for Sasquatch, uh, TikTok. Uh, I don't dance though, guys. Sorry. So. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. That's that's what you need to do next. Is is uh, practice a dance. Hey, Mike. Um, this Michael uh, Moran guy keeps asking about the spider thing. Maybe okay. like explain to him that it's like not an actual spider. It's like a Bigfoot. Well, I don't know exactly what it was, but what it, it, is. it jumped on the ground. It looked like a giant spider, the way it It was moved, sprawled. The yeah. way it went across the trail. It went sideways, yeah. looking at me the whole time. Like it didn't take its eyes off me, which I find funny because if it was a cougar, a cougar will turn and look where it's moving. Mm -hmm. This thing knew where it was going. And in the documentary, I went to show Blake where... I just saw it, like the exact spot. And as I, I was in front of him and I moved to that spot to get a better looking, a uh, better look and something moved in the forest. And I just said, like on camera, I said, oh, it's a bird. Not realizing I'm talking on camera, not realizing when I walk to the spot over my shoulder, you see the eye shine. You see the eye as, as it goes by as I'm, and I didn't see it in real time. Yeah. All this I was seeing was two months later as I'm at my computer at home editing it. So and I, I was excited to see that because at least I knew I wasn't completely crazy. There was something there. Yeah. Was it a Bigfoot? I can't tell you that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I want to believe it so bad, but I need a daytime sighting. I need the damn creature to walk up to me, slap me in the face, and carry me off. That You know, for me to believe him 100%. Right, you know, and don't anyone. What if, what if it slaps me and carry me off? Is that good enough? I'm like Chad. Throw the truck keys. Just throw the truck keys. <laughs> this Michael wants to be your friend. He wants to talk to you about this spider thing, dude. Mike, so. I will be your friend. You know what? Mike's I've a good met, dude. I've met some dude. amazing friends doing He's this. I love it so much. Yeah. And some of my friends, some of these friends I've met, um, I stay friends with. Yeah. Yeah. The entire time, yeah, including yeah, I, Chad. Yeah, yeah. Somebody like uh, that guy Lupe, man. I met him in the Bigfoot world, and he's one of my best friends, man. Exactly. Really, you know, right? Uh, we he, can uh, be, he, we can all be nut jobs together. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. It, I mean, his cousin too, Big Dog. That's what we call his cousin, Big Dog. And I mean, me and him are really good friends, and yeah. So, so, so yeah, some you, of my best friends now are people in the Bigfoot world. Where do you live? Jim? I'm in Houston, Texas. Oh, Houston. Okay. So do you know Todd Parsons? And I know who he is. I, I don't know him personally, but yeah, I know who he is. Oh, you 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 guys would probably be good friends. Yeah. He, he's such a nice guy. His family's really cool. They go out. They go to Sam Houston all the time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I go all the time. 
his Bigfoot team just found all uh, those tracks, right? All those tracks. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's uh, crazy. I wish I was there because yeah. if you watch the Texas Screams, I'm with Todd and Shane and everyone. With uh, Shane, Shane Lee. Yep, Shane Lee. Okay. He's with yeah. Shane Lee, and uh, you know, it's, you know, yeah. Look at that. What Robert one. Robert Kreider was there too, wasn't he? This was this was. Well, that was in Colorado. Oh, that was so, Colorado. It's, was that's Oklahoma. a cool. So where did you get that one? This was from Oklahoma. My friend Shane Church uh, got it from the Southern Bigfoot Alliance. Yeah, what is that? Eighteen inches. Uh, this one was sixteen inches. Sixteen. Yeah. That's yeah. nice. Look at how long those toes are. Yeah. I my feet. I have fifteen inch feet. It even uh, and, yeah. and my toes are not that long. Yeah, it looks like it has athlete's foot. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Well, that's that's really cool. I mean, uh, we I went to Colorado with uh todd and, and and shane lee and and robert Kreider and yeah, yeah. It, it, so the it's called the night stalkers or the night stalker because we definitely got stalked and we actually caught uh, the eye shine on video uh watching us uh, possibly two of them and in in the film you actually see Five minutes down the road or 10 minutes down the road, you see that something peeks its head out that no one saw at the time. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until I was going through the footage and saw it. Then 10 minutes up the road, like only maybe a thousand feet up the up the trail, there, there it is again, two of them peeking their heads out. Yeah, it was incredible find. And then we found a footprint. We found a footprint, and this is a my my footprint doesn't look as nice as yours. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But you can see, you know, the you see they think that it. Robert thinks it turned. That's why it's so big because it yeah. turned as it was moving, and then you see the. Or maybe it kind of slid, yeah. Slid, and it has a, a break right here. Right. And it's not really that long. I think it's thirteen inches long, uh, but the width is five. Right, so like I said, I'm not saying it's a big foot cast. Uh, it sure in the heck isn't my foot. Yeah, my foot's about this big. So, uh, <laughs> and, and for sure, uh, Bigfoot footprints have a short um, lifespan for details because it only takes one day of six hours of rain, and not the details pretty much gone. Yeah, right. You know, to be, believe it or not, uh, other than. Um, I always see, I, I, everyone always talks about finding one footprint, including that one was only one mm -hmm. footprint. Yeah. Uh, I was very happy to see that Shane and, and, and found not yeah. just one, but they found a whole trackway. Yeah. Yeah. This one was uh, step three of five that they found. The one five of them. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's great, you know, to, to find a trackway and, and to be able to, you know, be able to cast it. Uh, I just wish I was there to to film it. Yeah, I'm probably gonna go out Sunday. As a matter of fact, up to Sam Houston. Well, you know, if I come out to Texas, you know, we definitely should go out there and do some filming and yeah, and uh, see what we can find out there because I love Texas. Yeah, yeah, and um, I want to show you. I don't know if I can show you this or not. Real quick, I know we're coming up on our hour, but that's one that I found. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. It was it, it was a small turn it one. turn it up. Fake. Yep. 
no, no. There you go. That's good. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This stupid, oh, the, the stupid thing went up. There you go. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah, that's cool. Isn't yeah. it weird that a picture of a footprint always looks like it's not indented? It's like sticks out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you yeah. ever notice that when you look at a picture of a footprint, it it looks like you're looking at the bottom of a cast. Yeah. 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 I don't just say yeah. Yeah. Well, cool beans, man. I wish we could. We had a few more hours to talk to you guys. I love to talk to you guys, man. But we have to do yeah. this again sometime. Maybe. Yeah, no uh, worries. Thank you. But for if you ever come to Texas, man, look me up, dude. I love to take you out to the same Houston. I will definitely. I want to go out there. We can get a bunch of guys together, you know, yeah. and we'll go out there and see what we can find. And if Chad's with us, we can try and talk Bigfoot into taking Chad. Yeah. You don't mind, Chad, do you? Joe Joe knows who I am. Yeah. He knows me through JRG. Okay. Cool. Okay. Well, hey, I'm I'm so glad to be talking yeah. to you guys. And yeah, Chad, thanks for uh, th thanks for joining the show, Chad. <laughs> yeah, hey, no, <laughs> it was totally by accident, man. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm glad you, you you came in here, dude. I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, man, you guys keep in touch. And Jason, you got anything you want me to share? Anything you want me to promote for you, man? Hit me up. I'll be happy to do it, dude. Yeah, you know, I'll I'll go. I'll send you any of the the new documentaries coming out, and okay. uh, everyone just. Come say hi to me. Uh, I love talking and hearing people's stories and stuff. And don't be shy and, you know, just follow what I'm doing. That's all I can ask and live on for the adventures. Yes, sir. Well, cool, man. Chad, again, thanks a lot. I do appreciate you. And I, I'm glad we were able to talk. I don't know if we've ever talked before. I think we may talk one time, a long time once, ago. Once, yeah. once about a year ago. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Well, cool, we'll man. do something. All yeah. right. I will right. say goodbye to all. All right, guys. You have a good night, guys. All, All right. right. See ya.